housekeeper here. What the heck is happening? Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm James Haskell, along with my co-host, Glenn Martin. It is Thursday night, and we are here live, as we traditionally are. Looking forward to it. Um, Glenn, how you doing this evening, my man? I'm doing good, man. Look, I we're, we're talking lots of, of Ravens, but the O's are in first place after the yeah. streaming start uh, by the Tampa out. Bay Rays. So shout out to the Orioles, who unfortunately just allowed the game to be tied uh, in the seventh inning, 3-3. So big series for the O's. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited because there's Ravens in the building, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. L- Lamar Jackson is in the building at one winning drive. And a, a bunch of other guys. Of course, the rookies are there. The young guys are there. But there's some vets already showing up early, including, you know, the guy, Lamar Jackson. So, I'm excited. Next week, training camp officially kicks off. The open practice is, what's, eight days away, nine days away at the stadium. Crazy. Um, It's happening quick. Unfortunately, the summer's kind of going by in a bit of a blink of an eye. But uh, the good news is our reward for that is football. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm with you as well. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about, we're. I mean, I'm excited every time we hop on and, and we join with folks, shout out to all you guys out there for, for hopping on. But, uh, this, there was some, few, there was a few things today that gave me some bullet bulletin board material that I'm excited to talk about. Um, so I personally, I have a personal vendetta towards this, the person that produced this video. Um, so I, I want to go over, uh, the wins and loss a video recently published by a gentleman in the NFL network. Uh, I want to kind of start there if that's all right with you, Glenn, and just kind of chat, chat about that. And then of course we're going to get into the AFC as a whole, the AFC North as a whole in comparison to other divisions. We're like you said, Glenn, we're going to talk about uh, some camp stuff. There's guys in the building. So a lot to talk about, but DK, if you would do us the honors of uh, uh, do us the honor of putting this up on the screen um, and I'll verify that, that we can hear it. I'll just give you a thumbs up once you hit play. No volume. Thumbs down. Big thumbs down. <laughs> uh, so this is NFL Network that this guy's on? Is that correct? Yeah, I believe. You know, I, I kind of tend to wonder, like, how much of this is, is like, intentionally uh-huh. trying to piss off the fan See, base for clicks because this is such a ridiculous prediction this guy put together. Like, it's yeah. not even – I mean, just just look at it at at Lamar at Coach Coach Harbaugh, his track yeah. record. The tra- yeah. I mean, if you look at any track record, it does not. It, there's no way you could come to this, and, and yeah. yet here we are. Yeah, you know what I think. Here, let's try this again, DK. See if I give you a double thumbs down on this one. The Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. What does right. it mean in terms of this guy did this in 30 seconds? Is what I think. I feel they start off the season even going up against. The Cincinnati Bengals. I think they start off with three wins right out of the gate before losing. Well, he starts one good, at least. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns, but getting right. it back all until now is reasonable, right? Yeah. Getting yeah. it back with a well, that's win certainly reasonable over the Tennessee yeah. Titans. Then a very tough contest. Five and one to start against the Detroit Lions. One of the favorites. One of the darlings of the. Hold NFC on, we start. I didn't see this video. We started six and there. one and ended nine and eight. I know Arizona is not a very really good characteristic of us, right? We do. The Ravens always have that one inexplicable loss. It is going to be against the Cardinals. Do they? Wins over yeah, the when Lamar's healthy. Win Do they? Over the Cleveland right. Browns. Then the you Flacco got the Cincinnati Bengals one more time. I'm going to go loss here. Then you're on the road playing the L.A. Chargers prior to the bye week. There is going to be a loss there. Oh playing host God. to the L.A. Rams should be a win. But 
This we lose our last four against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm -hmm. I've highlighted this before. I think this is going to be very Bing. tough. I'm going to say a loss right there for them. And then really look at the way that this season ends for the Baltimore Ravens, a team that always has trouble closing. It always what? feels at the end of the year. The yeah. Ravens always start off as a house of fire. What? Together a ton of wins. Then the wheels just kind of fall off. I look at the back end of that football. schedule. I think the same thing is going to happen doesn't this watch season. The still, nine wins for the Baltimore Ravens. But still, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Dude, this we're not shooting for clown. pretty good. Everything he said that's like the Ravens are known for, they're not at all not known, known for. Not known for. Yeah, the not Ravens just they just fall apart, Glenn. That's traditionally what they the only years that you can say there's been the like they've started hot and gotten injured. I mean, not injured, I, I already said it. They started hot and 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 like had slow starts at the end was because of injuries. It really had very little to do with the actual roster yeah. in of itself. Like the Ravens in their DNA are not what he explained. Like not to mention that they're the best home team in football. Yeah. Look like, at the look at the statistic of a sixty-eight percent win percentage since two thousand at home. It's the best in the league, and yet they're gonna lose four in a row in the end. Dude, that just including blew two my at mind. home, back to back at home. Yeah. Come on, man. So like he had a splitting with Cincy, he had a splitting with Pittsburgh. So they're going three and three in the division and splitting with Well, that's not unreasonable. I think we'll yeah. do better, but going split in the division is is okay. I understand that. But to lose your last four. Right. To me is where he lost me. Like I was, I was like, eh. and then, and then the Cardinals won, of course, because yeah, the yeah, Cardinals yeah. don't want to win that game. Right, they don't want to win any game this year. I mean, they're they're hoping Mighty Mouse comes back with a full healed ACL and they get the number one pick, right? Yeah, because they want to they want to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, goodness gracious, that one just blew my mind. Nine and eight, I think that's so far off. I know I'm a homer, but that's so far off where I have the Ravens being. And I think you as well. I think we both had them at like 12 and 13 wins. Yeah. Um, like you know, respectively. So, uh, and man, I, I just, yeah, the Cardinals blew my mind. The other one that, that not as much of like a, a mind blower, but I don't see us losing. He has us in two separate occasions losing back-to-back -back games. So like he has us losing to Cincy and then has us losing to the Chargers. I don't see that happening. I think we most likely, like if you're saying this objectively, we probably split those because one's at home against Cincy. The one's on the road against the Chargers. Like that's fair. It's a long road trip, whatever. But I just don't see us losing two games to AFC opponents, one in the division, another one who potentially could also uh, be in the playoff race. So it's going to have huge uh, playoff implications most likely. And then, like you said, the second occasion being, Bing, 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 four losses in a row. So we're not going to win in the month of December, essentially. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. No I mean, wins, which, oh, that's just typical Ravens, right? We never win in, in December. Yeah. I'm sure that's what his next sentence would be. I mean, it's, it's at, and also, let, let's not forget that that Chargers game is at the end of the season when the Chargers typically know and remember right. that they're the Chargers, and they find a way to blow every game and not make yeah. the playoffs. Um, and, quick, uh, hang on, quick shout out, Brandon. What's going on, Brandon? What's going on, living legend? Adam Whittington, appreciate you coming out. And Silas made it for a live, Jimbo. Yes, Silas sir. In the building. What's up? Uh, Kylie Swerve, what's going on, Jimmy? Yeah. Um, Jimmy. Jimmy Kidwell is in the building. Oh, oh nice. I didn't see him in here. Sweet. Yeah, we got a couple of Jimbo Slimbos in here. That's right. That's just two. Um, That's right. But yeah, I mean, it, it, this guy's probably intentionally doing this to, to, you know, I mean, stir up the fan base is what I'm assuming. I hope that's no what it is. He to me, it, that. to me, it seemed like he was like, Oh, let me just fill this out real quick and hop on camera. Like 
You're just like on the fly and like really didn't think that Who's through. The last four? Yeah, I just I didn't understand that at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's the, just yeah, terrible injury. Then that's possible. I, I know that we always play the the Steelers tight, but I gotta say this really quickly before we know other topics. Like I feel like people are very much sold on Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. and I know that he beat us last year, uh, albeit. He did beat us last year, right? Am I going? Am I crazy? Oh yeah, he did. He beat us like in, and he beat us like as a last yeah, second. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I'm just not very much sold on Kenny Pickett yet. Like I just, I'm not there. Uh, you know, with him. So I think a lot of people are expecting him to. Not a lot, but I think a decent amount of people are expecting him to make a big leap. But I still think that it's it's fair to say there's a gap there. Uh, and then let's not also forget that the Jags, while they made the playoffs and they were kind of the darlings of the playoffs, right? Like they won their first round and then they went up against the chiefs. They had to go, what did they go at the end of the year? Seven and one. Like that was a crazy run that they went on and there's no telling what ends up being of that. Repeatable. You know, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So now nah, it's the AFC South. That's true. So, I mean, they already well, might as well. Yeah. They got what I mean, the AFC. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get more into, I mean, might as well just start kind of yeah, it's a good transition, right? Into that, yeah, because yeah. we we were we were discussing before the show. Uh, I mean, are the Ravens? I mean, is the AFC North the best division in football? And I don't think you can even if you're saying they're the best division in the AFC, then they're the best division in the NFL, right? Because there's no one in the NFL or in the NFC who even competes, right? Like there, there's no division that even comes close to me. The AFC North only competition is the AFC East because I was going to say, yeah, you know, as much as I don't think Bill, I think Bill Belichick is an overrated coach and has been his entire career. I think he's a fantastic defensive coordinator and they will have a top five defense. And so if they just have a mediocre offense, then, you know, they're going to be in the fight. Yeah. Like they're going to, they're going to compete. They're going to give people tough games, probably lose some close games because their offense Mm -hmm. just isn't explosive. But they're not a terrible fourth best team in your division. Like that's if that's your fourth best team, that's a pretty damn good division. But I mean, do you see the the West as somebody as a division that could compete against the North? And AFC West. Uh, I mean, yeah, you gotta. So the first thing I do when I look at the West, you 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 know, you name the teams and you go right to quarterback. In my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the West, you got Mahomes, Wilson, uh, Garoppolo, and then and then uh, shoot, I was gonna say. Uh, Herbert. Justin Herbert, Herbert, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's fair, but ultimately, I think if you look at the the teams as a whole, I still think the AFC North is is gets an edge. So in the West, who's the worst team, in your opinion? The Raiders. Probably the Raiders, yeah, right. And I think that the Steelers are the worst team in the AFC North, and I think the Steelers are probably substantially better than the than the Raiders right now. Which on paper might not look that way because the Raiders so. have some shiny toys, like they have some names, you know, but like. If you look in the trenches and things like that, the Steelers absolutely win in those categories, which we know usually stack wins in the NFL. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's, and then if you look at the top, you take the, the, the chiefs who are the best of the best, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't, you can't, can't uh, downgrade the, the champs, but then you add the Bengals and the Ravens right there. And cause after the chiefs, I think there's a, there's a substantial drop off. Right, yeah. But I think we might be the only division. Well, you said the AFC East as well, but there's very few divisions with what I would consider serious Super Bowl contenders. 
Like, I think the Bengals are serious Super Bowl contenders. I think the Ravens are serious Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. And I think some Browns fans would think they're Super Bowl contenders too. Uh, maybe some, Browns maybe some Browns real fans. loyal Browns fans. But you know? I mean, look, I think they they have a good roster and they're a good team. I don't know if you can consider them a Super Bowl contender. But if you look in the so, – so the North has two, legit. I yeah. think the East – the East could argue they have three. I mean so – Let's see, the Bills, the Jets – Look, the, the, Dolphins, the Dolphins, yeah. The Dolphins were pretty damn good when Tua was healthy last year, and they added Jalen Ramsey to that defense. Yep. They have a full season with Chubb as the pass rusher they traded for. They got maybe the best defensive coordinator, as much as I think he's a big baby. Um, <laughs> they, they, they may have the best defensive coordinator in football yeah. to go along with the the two fastest receivers. Uh, you know, they, they got they got really, really good players. So I think they got three legit Super Bowl contenders in that division. So mm-hmm. my only question to you, Jimbo, is is the North better? And, and and like how much like do you consider Pittsburgh to be the better team than New England? Ooh, that's interesting. Both kind of similar. Good defense yeah. and maybe middle of the pack offense. Yeah, and the quarterback that's still a bit of a question mark, I think, for both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna One team's ride got with this- way better weapons, though, in my opinion. What'd you say? I think one team has the way better weapons uh, around their quarterback. Talking about the Steelers with Najee and with George and with Deontay Johnson. Yeah. 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 I guess that's fair. So I would say, yeah, I would give the Steelers the edge. uh, And it it has, honestly, it has everything to do with the coordinator. Like who's this, who's the Patriots coordinator now? Offensive Offensive Bill O'Brien. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Because last year it was what? What's oh, it was a disaster. They brought yeah. in the, the defensive uh, they had like coordinator. They had like co-coordinators. Remember they were like splitting play it calling? Was, yeah, Joe whatever? Judge and uh, who's the guy with the big B, uh, who went Sab- from? I always want to call him Sabathia, but that's not his name. That's a baseball yeah, that's pitcher, player. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's his name? He's rocket Detroit. scientist. Yeah, Detroit. DK put go. it in there. Let's see. Patricia! Patricia! Yeah, I didn't look Patricia. at it. Matt Patricia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but they had two defensive coordinators as their well, offensive Bill O'Brien upgrade for sure. Oh, big time, big time. I, I think as much as you want to say about Bill O'Brien as a GM, like he got, he got, he gave some people the bag. That's for sure. Um, oh yeah, and, and wasn't a great trader of assets, but uh, for sure, I mean, I think as an OC, he he'll get the job done. So that's a tough one, but I, I don't know. I mean, we don't know what the Jets are. Right? No, you're right. It still has to work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It still has to work. And then the other thing too, I have this hunch that something the Bills aren't going to produce this year at the same level. And I think really the relationship between the Bills and Stephon Diggs is fractured. I think mm. something is that that we don't necessarily know about, and you know we don't have all the details there. There was some not reporting issues and things, but I think it's going to be difficult for the Bills to stay where they were at for the past two years. I I don't know. I just feel like I got a hunch that okay. that uh that they're gonna take they got a pretty good they got a pretty good roster of talent when you look they at do them. they do they absolutely and then they picked up uh the the tight end yeah Kincaid my guy yeah, yeah guy. for sure so, who's already showing out and people are already super excited about I'm not surprised but I don't know I would be worried Stefan Diggs he's gonna have a foundational guy. issue with their their lack of willingness and want to to run the ball yeah, like a phil- philosophical issue, right? Yeah, and, and that 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 I think would be a little bit disturbing as a fan, but the writing is is uh, it was pretty obvious that that was their issue last and year. And they couldn't stop the run as good as their defense was against well, that too. all the Bengals yeah. did was run down their throats. 
and they lost Tremaine Edmonds. He's in yeah. Chicago now as Roquan's replacement. Yeah. And yeah, Von Miller's back, but he's now coming off a knee injury and he's how old? I mean, he's and a he's freak. owed how much money? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he is getting paid. Yeah. So I'm giving the AFC North as a whole. It's funny. We haven't even talked about the NFC. <laughs> Oh, I already said the NFC has no like oh, the East right. is the or I mean the the West is the only one I think that has anything to say because they sure. have the Niners and the Seahawks and yeah. Look, I I see some people are buying and I think the Rams are going to be a dumpster fire. Oh this yeah, year. they don't want sure. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford effectively retired when he won the Super Bowl and is now just collecting game checks yeah. and not really. He doesn't give a shit anymore. And then, yeah. you know, this Cardinals are fighting to be the worst team in football. So that, that's why I didn't put them in. But right. they're the only division because they at least have two good ones. Yeah. In, and I don't think any other division can So you're not that. a believer well, in the Cowboys, huh? I guess the Cowboys, yeah. But I just think Dak turns the ball over way too much, man. Yeah. Way, and then people are also – and I like I like Tony Pollard. I think he had a, a fantastic year last year. But I think t- people are too ready to anoint him like this next great running back when he's coming off of a broken leg – I, like people are already putting him. By the way, we're gonna get into it, but people are ranking him way above, like I mean, our guys for sure, but way above like more established backs. And I'm just thinking, yeah. is this guy coming off a broken leg in his first season as being the guy? Like right. he, was, he wasn't even the guy like at all in, until this year, and he's coming off a broken leg. So I don't know, but the Eagles are damn sure good, and they're and they're yeah. gonna they're gonna be good. Yeah, for sure. Now let me ask you this: Are there you know, as we rank these divisions, kind of look through look through them. We don't even really have to talk to the NFC side. We can though, if you want. Are there any team like Are there any teams in each division that that you see surprises, both either being good or bad? Like I kind of named the the Bills. Look, there's a chance that if the Jets work out and Miami works out, you can see the Bills. I mean, unless all three make it in the AFC East, you can see the Bills on the outside looking in, which is crazy to say. I'm not sitting here trying to knock the Bills the Bills could also end up winning the division. But my point is that mm-hmm. are there any teams? There's only seven spots, yeah. right? So, like, are there any surprises out there that you kind of you kind of look at and say, hey, keep your eyes out for this team to play well or keep your eyes out for this team not to play well? Yeah, I mean, so you're talking both sides, right? Yeah, AFC, yeah. NFC, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think in the NFC, there's a lot of opportunity because there's yeah. just you just don't know outside of the top two guys. Of course, the Eagles are going to be good. The Niners are going to be good. And I think you can throw the Cowboys up there and to some degree the Vikings because they got some really good players, mm-hmm. although their defense is is uh, kind of a mess. But to me, Detroit Lions on, on the NFC side, I think is is they're ready to kind of make a move. And I think they'll yeah. win the NFC North, which – most people I think are picking the Vikings to repeat after going 13 and four, but don't you feel like the North actually, I was going to bring there. It's kind of wide open, right? Because we don't know what the bears are going to be under, you know, uh, as, as uh oh gosh, dang it. What's his name? Justin Fields, Justin Fields. There you go. As he continues to develop and under a new regime and all those things, and he's getting weapons and mm-hmm. that's exciting. And then also what is Jordan love going to be? You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's a question mark. We don't know what if his he ends teammates up being- are riding for him though right now, man. They're all coming out supporting him. They said he's he's doing everything Aaron was doing. Yeah, get it. <laughs> now, wait a second though. What about? I mean, we didn't talk about the NFC South literally at all. That's what they said, by the way. Oh um, gosh, why would you do that to that kid? That's literally what they're saying. I'm not Stupid. even joking. Like, yeah. does Baker do anything in 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 Tampa Bay? 
<laughs> it's like DK shaking his you're DK shaking his head. Yes, we're gonna have no. DK drug tested, like officially. Look, will you DK have a send in a piss early. sample? Yeah, that's right. No, I want hair. I want hair, dude. I want hair, dude. I'm not messing around with the urine. Uh, now, let me tell you something. He'll have a couple good games early, but then he'll go back to being turnover machine Baker because they're not – I just don't think they're going to be that good. And so I think once you start losing, then he turns you – know, the immaturity comes out, and I think we'll have some some issues. But, no, I don't, I don't think – that division – Another I think dumpster to fire. me that division winner is the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Atlanta Falcons ah. win that division by, by a default. couple of games. By a couple of games. Well, I think I think they um I think Bijan's gonna be a big time addition to that team. I, I I don't know. They they were so close in so many games. If anybody's watched the documentary on Netflix, quarterback, they oh, followed gosh. Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he was part of it. Dude, that guy lost them some games this past year, bro. With his knuckleheadedness like they should have won at least three more games last year and should have been 10 and 7 instead of 7 and 10 so I think they're a better team uh they just need to get that quarterback situation figured out and then uh the Niners I think run away with the West but as far as the AFC kind of sneaky teams if there's any I I mean do you, I don't think you can look at any of these teams that I think I could predict and call them sneaky like w- let me ask you this how much of a rebound could Denver make from going five and 12? Could they right. be a sneaky team? I think they could. Yeah. I think they absolutely could. I mean, I think this is what Sean Payton was brought in to do, right? Like you're the owners of Walmart, probably the richest owners in the NFL uh, have, have, you know, now have the reins. The, the faucet of money is turned on full blast. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you bought the quarterback, you bought the coach, uh, you know, you're, you're building the team. It's, it's really going to be interesting to see what they do. Is Russell real or not? Is he real? I don't, I, I don't know, but yeah, there's a chance they could bounce back, but there's still, I feel like some pieces away, right? Like Maybe outside defensively. Of- Cause they did have a bit of a selling off with Chubb mm-hmm. and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think they got offensively. I think they got what it, they got some guys. They yeah. need, you know, I just think Jerry Judy hasn't had a look cause he hasn't had you know, an effective quarterback throwing him the ball for his first couple of years. So let's see what they got. But anyone else, I pick, like the Raiders aren't going anywhere. But if I say the Chargers have a chance, excuse me, because of how talented they are. By the way, side note on the Chargers, I believe I just saw, and I get these guys are young and they're getting money, mm-hmm. but the new receiver uh, for the Chargers that they just picked up, I'm blanking on his name, just got pulled over for going. No, no, the Vikings, Addison. Oh, that's who it was. Addison, Jordan. 140 Addison, to 50. Dude, in a Lambo, like, didn't, has any of these guys learned from Henry Ruggs and what this dude's going through? He threw his whole life away. He's in prison right now. He would have been making he, millions. And forget that, he killed someone. And their dog, and their dog, dude. He literally burnt someone to death. They were screaming yeah, from the fire as they, like, yeah, it was horrible. And yet there's still people out here the late other thing, at night. It's crazy. Dude, and the crazy thing is just go to a track. You can't right. pay to take your Lambo to a track. Dude, they like, would, they would the open track. it up for him and he probably wouldn't even have to pay. Just say he's going there. Right. Instagram it. it. Yeah. Like, so, go to uh, the track, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I- I don't get it. Yeah, that, that shocked me. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm getting pulled over in my Honda Element. Did you? Dude. What, driving yeah. back? Yeah. So stupid. I've seen you, though, on a long ride. You'll you'll get up to a couple MPHs. You won't go near 150. But... Dude, 
I got pulled over behind an 18-wheeler. <laughs> behind an 18-wheeler. So you know I wasn't going Dang. fast. Dang. Usually you can uh, trust that the 18-wheeler, you know. He's, yeah. I thought they were on the CB. Do they still use CBs anymore? <laughs> or is that like old school? I don't know. Dude. All I know is they got iPads on their dashes, which is scary. Yeah, because you know they're watching movies. You absolutely know that they're watching movies. Uh, I, I got to bring up uh, today, DK reminded us, the Washington Commander's sale was finalized. Oh, yeah. uh, Dan Snyder's officially out as an owner. Yeah, Man, what an absolute disaster. By the way, I yeah. saw someone summarize, like, I'm, I'm going to try and find it, where it summarized his ownership. You know, he had more he had more federal investigations than playoff wins. Mm. He had more NFL investigations than he had playoff wins. He had more name changes in tw- in, in his years of ownership. <laughs> and he had playoff wins. And, by the way, all those things also apply to how many all-pros he had. Um, uh, he had more of those things than he had all-pros in his ooh, tenure. He only had two all-pros, Brandon Scherf one year and a special teamer. In his entire ownership, the guy is a complete disaster the NFL is far better off without him. But my whole question to you is, Jimbo, is are the is the I guess this change of ownership will have no effect on the upcoming schedule. Like Ron Rivera's job is safe, so all the plans he's made, we're not going to see a bailing of this uh, joint practices, right? This is all part of the plan. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um. Yeah, and and John and and Ron Riverboat Ron, I think that if I'm not mistaken, they have a. They have a pass. I think then they work together in Philly. Yeah, they're buddies. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think so. Okay. Um, but ultimately, I think it can bring some fire to the team, right? Like, uh, I think they can get excited and ownership can galvanize and help set a culture. And because look, Bashadi, his fingerprints, if you look at his companies that he's built and the Ravens, the culture is very similar. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. by the way, I was listening to a guy the other day, the owner of the Atlanta Hawks, Jesse Itzler on a podcast. And he was talking about his conversation with Steve Bashotti and said, Steve Bashotti is officially off email. He does not do emails anymore. If you want to get a hold of him, you call him. I wonder if that him. had anything to do with the leaked email chain. Oh no, it's, it was a business thing. Like, okay. like, uh, he was talking about how like you get decision fatigue and, and clarity issues when you're on email all day and other people own your time. And Steve ah, was like, okay. I'm not letting other people own my time. I'm okay. not on email. Like, right. done with it. I thought this was a Gruden situation here. Or <laughs> he's like, uh-uh. You I'm off no email. On me. We're meeting in a park bench that I'm telling you the location a half hour before. And you know, yeah, Bashadi's the type of dude that'll have you sleeping with the fishes. You know what I mean? There's a horse head in your bed. That's dude. right, dude. That he's going to bring the mob, dude. dude. No problems with him. But, hey, quickly, I want to get your take on this. Uh, Jackson brings up an interesting team. The Panthers as a sneaky team to win that their uh, the NFC South. I know I picked the Falcons. I yeah. think the Saints have a good shot with Derek Carr because they do have weapons on the outside. Yeah. But if the Panthers, if, if this uh, Young, if, if, he, if he's good is, is what everyone's – you know, Bryce Young is apparently pressing everyone. He's, he's – his ability to uh, – he's got like a photographic memory. All these people are saying he's hes amazing. Do you think that uh, the Panthers could make some noise? You know, uh, I'm going to – I just get – I don't know how much I believe in, in Alabama quarterbacks. I got to see it. Mm. I really got to well, see Dalen it. Well, Dalen Hurts is pretty good, right? I Dalen guess Hurts is good. Is he an Oklahoma quarterback? 
Yeah, I mean, and look, he got spit up and chewed out by Alabama. Yeah, we don't even consider him a right. Uh, a, I mean, an Alabama player. He's an Oklahoma. He's a Sooner. I mean, you know, ultimately, I don't know. I just don't know how much. I think Bryce is going to be good, but I need to see. I'm always in wait and see mode with Alabama because, especially quarterback, because you'll never be in such an advantageous situation again, like you were at Alabama or Georgia, where literally everyone in front of you on your team is better than everyone in front of them. Like, Except for like the one game a year you play, you play Alabama or Georgia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah. Or in the playoff Ohio State or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, most of their games, so they're going to have a massive talent advantage. Yeah. Yeah, so I just don't know. It would be hard for me to – that's a real shaky limb for me to go out on is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah, and and that, you know, that division, I think it's, it's kind of funny. I think it could flip-flop. Like this year, it went Tampa, Panthers, Saints, Falcons. I think Tampa's at the bottom of that division. Yeah. Panthers are above them, and I think the Saints and Falcons are fighting for it. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if either one of those teams – maybe, I guess, if I had to, you know, pick just the best quarterback, which is ten, tends to be what we do, I guess the Saints have the best quarterback left in that division uh, with Derek Carr. Uh, yeah, I guess that's who, who – who, uh, let me see something. Who is Atlanta starting – At quarterback, Ritter. Cincinnati kid yeah, yeah. they you believe in him but look he's got the weapons is the thing he, he just needs, he just needs to be Jerry McNamara from Syracuse when him and Carmelo Anthony were on this remember McNamara dude remember him the oh, whole dude he was there for 10 years of course I remember. right he was like 28 years old and like had a family and he was bald head already the lot. yeah <laughs> but like he just needs to be him like put the ball in the right place at the right time and make like two big plays a game yeah yeah you know what I mean? Like that's that's because look, he's got Pitts. He's got who's the kid out Drake of London? Yeah, Drake, Drake London. He's got Bijan. He's got the the other backs that I, I can't uh, remember. Cordell Patterson is like right. do everything type he's guy. Got, he got weapons, but I want to bring something up to you real quick. Um, it's, I'm kind of changing gears here, but I, I did see this, and I, I'm I'm glad I remembered it on Speak. I just want to read a quote from James Jones. I don't know if you saw this clip. The clip is good, but I'll just read the quote. And I'm not going to sound as cool as James Jones because I just don't. He said he talked to he said he said quote I talked to Todd Munkin and he said we're taking Lamar Action Jackson back to Louisville. It's four wide. He's going to throw this thing. Another thing I'm hearing out of camp. So that's one piece of it. End quote. Another quote. He said another thing I'm hearing out of, out of the Ravens camp is Zay Flowers is the best wide receiver out there, including OBJ, and it ain't close. I'm calling Q right now, Jimbo, and I'm putting yeah. you on here with Q because he's got some splaining to do. Yeah, he's got <laughs> Dude, when I'm right. Dude, we're having him on, and you're going at him, dude. Yes. Barred. That's right. He's giving me free movement classes for yeah, life. Yeah, For life. Dude, be like, you're the wide receiver one, and yeah. you're like Jimbo Slimbo watching highlights of BC out predict. Hey, but what do you think about, so he also, I, in the clip, he goes a little bit further in depth around um, Munkin's philosophy. And he's like, look, Lamar ain't going to have nine guys in the box. ain't going to have eight guys in the box. He's going to have five. Mm. Because we're, we're, we're spreading it out. Lamar's going to make the right reads. He, he's got a great arm. And when he's going to, when he's going to, um, when he's going to scramble, he's going to have one guy to beat. Yeah. And that's all she wrote. What What's your take on that? That gets me so excited. Yeah, me too. You I see mean, Don C in here, Jim, Jimmy, get his ass. Oh, Don C was there. 
<laughs> he saw he saw that blasphemy as uh he put you on he put you on blast in front of everybody uh, act like you're crazy act like you bumped your head hey uh no i think um i mean i don't know i i think zay is gonna have an absolute monster year i think whoever whoever his source is his plug james jones being yeah I, I, he got me excited because yeah Here's the thing. Lamar Jackson is shown to be the most elusive player, regardless of position in football, since he's broke onto the scene in 19. There's just yep. no doubt about it. So now you're telling me that guy who went from not a lot of space in Greg Roman's offense, certainly not when he was doing the QB carries, mm-hmm. to now a lot <laughs> more space. I mean, it must be an absolute nightmare for defensive players. They're going to have to – I mean, because they're, what they're going to do is they're going to try and put a spy on him. And I feel mm-hmm. very – bad for whoever that spy is because he's going to be on sports center top 10 that night because right. he's going to put i mean he's just going to put on a show so because the proximity of the guys that can help him can only be so much right like because if they're going to really spread this thing out this spy is going to be on an island in a lot of situations a, yeah and then and then using the punt what's up numra what's going on no comment this time no hilarious we appreciate, we appreciate the you know, I mean, I appreciate it, but man, I was half expecting something. You know, I know Glenn I mean? was already rolling with the pant leg, dude. He's ready to show off the dude. shin, the shin bone, baby. Dude, I wore matching brown panties to this show because I thought I might have to show them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't even put on my mismatch. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got the gosh. good stuff on. I got the that uh, that uh, Victoria's Secret on, right? <laughs> oh, I think that Walmart, this Walmart rags. Um, <laughs> this is officially going uh, off the rails. It's okay. Yes. Shout out to Numer, by the way. Yeah. Um, Thank you so best. much. Appreciate you. Yeah. Um. But no, I mean, I, I would, I think, how shocked would you be? Honestly, mm-hmm. I know you like him. And I look, we're all, I think he's the most exciting player because yeah. he's the only one we haven't seen. Like we've seen Lamar while exciting. We've seen him. Um. But how realistic is it that he could end the season with the best numbers on the team? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking once again, objectively, I, I, I think it's difficult to say that. Mm-hmm. The only thing I keep coming back to, Glenn, is that it really comes down to who, who between these three, who plays the most games. Ultimately, who's going to play the most games? Because I think it's probably fair to say that in different ways, whether, you know, their, their numbers, I don't think will be very far off from one another in any of the categories as far as like, well, in the main category being targets. Like, I don't think one is going to be way higher than the other. Now, the only thing contrary to that, like you've said in the past, is that that doesn't really reflect in Munkin's offenses. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, two, three guys. And then the rest are, like, getting the scraps, right? Mm-hmm. But Lamar is contrary to that. Where, like, you remember in 19, everybody was eating. Lamar throwing the ball around. To everybody, right? And I feel like Lamar's always kind of done that. He has his guys that he likes. He doesn't care if the people know about him, if if they're popular, if if they're big names or they're not. If Lamar likes him and trusts him, he's going to get him the ball. Um, that's why, look, Hayden Hurst didn't get the ball like Mark Andrews did early on in their career. And look where Hayden Hurst's career is and look where Mar- uh, Mark Andrews' career is because he built that trust and that, career, that uh, connection with Lamar Jackson. So it's going to be interesting. And I, But I'll tell you what, look, the most videos I see, it's Lamar and Zay. Oh, yeah. Like, as of late. So that could go a long way as well. I guess I'm, I'm in a long-winded way, it would be difficult for me to say Zay is going to be the standout far and above production-wise 
um, you know, uh, number one wide receiver, but I think he has the potential to be, and I think he, he also, uh, could just simply be the healthiest. The other two have just have gone injury after injury after injury, you know, and, and you just never know. It's a question mark. Yeah. And I think the tough part in predicting is that who isn't expecting OBJ to have a monster bounce back too? like everyone I'm seeing on Twitter. Like I just saw clips of him hitting the bags and I believe (laughs) Usman was holding, you know, this is talking about a champion UFC fighter is holding the bags for OBJ. Yeah. Uh, and, And then, you know, it's every time I see him, he's training, like he's doing something. And I love that he's doing different things to keep, you know, to keep his body, you know, we always talk about multi-sport athletes. I love that he's training in many different areas, and I expect him to have a big year. And I don't think anyone will be shocked if Rashad Bateman, you know, if this shot in his foot was truly just, you know, pain and it's not a setback and he can be healthy, no one will be shocked if he's our number one. So that's the tough part is that there's just so many talented players. But, man, I cannot wait to see what, what uh, Todd Munkin has up his sleeve for all these guys because I think the big thing is, he talked about it. He'll whatever his talent is what makes his offense. So if he's got five good yep. guys, I think five good guys are going to touch the ball. If he's got three and two eh, guys, then I think the three get the most and the eh, guys get the scraps. So I think it really just that's what I think attracted John to bringing Todd in is mm-hmm. that he doesn't have a set system. His system is player and talent dependent. Yeah. No, I I agree with I I agree with that. And that's the the flexibility of is exciting. Um but I, yeah, ultimately, it's just a big philosophical shift. And I think there's a whole faction of people that think Lamar Jackson can't do it. Mm-hmm. But all you got to do is, like you said, I mean, look at the offense he ran in college. And I know it was college, but the point is that it's not, it's not like he's been running a Greg Roman-style offense and benefiting from that his whole career. It's actually been the opposite of that, where Greg was really the shift in philosophy for Lamar Jackson. Now he's going back to what he's more familiar to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's exciting to me. I cannot wait to see this offense out there, man. Yeah, I can't wait. Kind of a, a good transition, and we talked about this pre- pregame, is can the Ravens finally have a Pro Bowl wide receiver for the oh, first yeah. time in the history of their existence? I mean, if, if you look at guys who they're competing with, Tyreek Hill is the first one that kind of jumps to mind, and then Devontae Adams is pretty – pretty close behind him mm-hmm. and Stefan Diggs is right there as well with Jalen Waddle. But do you, do you think it's possible that one of either OBJ, I mean, even Zay, I'll throw him in there. One of those top mm-hmm. three guys, if he put together a full healthy season could finally crack the pro bowl and, and get mm-hmm. this uh, monkey off the back of EDC. You know, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be OBJ though, right? Because the popularity. Yeah. If he has a, if he has a thousand yard season, yeah, he's in the Pro Bowl because I say, oh, he had thousand yard season. He's OBJ. Like he's in. I mean, if you look at who he's competing against, by the way, Tyreek Hill had seventeen hundred and ten yards. Devontae had fifteen hundred and sixteen. Yeah, Diggs fourteen twenty nine. Jalen Waddle thirteen fifty six. Yeah, is, the, is those are the three in the, or the four I should say in the top ten from the AFC side? Right. No, for sure. So okay, he's got to do a thousand and change, but even still, uh. I just feel like the popularity, like you said, is really what would, would cause him to be there. Not that he wouldn't deserve it. But my point is that if they all have similar seasons or if, you know, one is incrementally better than the other, if he ends up with the 
best season for the Ravens of this three, and it's in the range of any of those guys, I think he's got the best shot. So if anyone does it, it's I think it's going to be him. Now, year two, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that Zay is going to be the front runner to to make the Pro Bowl, but I just think it's going to be it's going to be more of an uphill climb just because he's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Unless he has like those big splash plays where he's yeah constantly on Sports Center, uh, getting that name recognition. Right. Because ultimately, look, if you imagine Hollywood's rookie season, right, mm-hmm. and the big plays that he made. So if you take that, we'll say Zay can do those things, right? Yeah. As, as far as a, a, an ability. But then he has the physical, the want to, the underneath, the lateral quickness, that side that we were kind of expecting more from Hollywood Brown. That's a whole other half of a football game. It's like two heads, you know, two sides of a coin mm-hmm. you're talking about, right? So if Zay can truly check both boxes – Man, that's exciting to think about, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, 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 they can get him the ball in so many ways. I think that's why the Ravens got him when they had their choice of so many guys. They said, you know what? We want this guy because this guy mm-hmm. gives us such versatility at the position. He's not just an outside guy. He's not just an inside guy. He can do it all. Um, yeah, no, we talked We talked about Bay. If he can stay healthy, that's the big thing is can yeah. he – Stay healthy. I think he's got an opportunity to, again, he wouldn't shock any of us to see. He ended up being the number one. Absolutely not. But I, but I think the big thing, like the big, the biggest change to this offense that I think is going to help all the receivers, going to, but it's going to help the running. But most importantly, it's going to help Lamar, uh, is the fact that I think yards after catch is going to be made such a bigger emphasis in this offense. And with the spacing, It'll allow guys to make plays. I look at yards after catch leaders in the league. Dude, it's so it's embarrassing. Like, unless I missed a guy, yards mm-hmm. after catch. You know how, how many players I had to go past to get the first oh, Raven last year? Ooh. Name Just guess a number of how many players before I hit a Raven. So you're and talking – and yards after after catch, so you can include running 40? back. You can is forty high. No, it's low. More? It's gross. Sixty, bro. That's low. Eighty, seventy-five to get to Lamar to get to Mark Andrews. Wow, like that's how many yards these guys are mit like. Just think about it like this. Austin Eckler had 857 yards. Christian right. McCaffrey, 695. Our leader was Mark Andrews with 243. Like, oh, gosh. we just didn't have spacing. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like that alone. Like, people talk about can Lamar throw for this many yards, that many yards. He doesn't even have to throw for more air yards to throw for way more yards. Because he's just going to have way more opportunities for these guys to make him look better by just getting more yards after they uh, catch yeah, the ball. Yeah, so 100%. I mean, it, it is a massive improvement if you just look at only that and nothing else. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. I agree. Jeez, a whiz. Oh, man. Well, dude, Chris Moore. We... Chris Moore, who, by the way, is still in Houston, had more yak yards than anyone. On the Ravens. Oh, that's a serious problem. That is an offensive um, system problem. Yes. 100%. Man, wow, wow. Well, hopefully we get it done this year from wide receiver position, but ultimately we want that chip, right? Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, the leaders typically are running backs, and we don't even have anyone 
I mean, a running back isn't even on the board. Yeah. Well, Glenn, I know we're going to talk about matting ratings, but I, I'm thinking that if it's all right with you, we save that till Tuesday. We can do that. Yeah. Is that cool? All right, yeah, cool. Yeah. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Tuesday, we're going to talk Madden ratings, which is a big deal for everyone. Of course, come Tuesday, Jimbo, there's going to be a whole lot to talk about because I think, oh no, Wednesday is training camp. Okay. Yeah. Wednesday's yeah. first day of camp. Yep. So we'll give, our, we'll give our last minute predictions too for camp on Tuesday as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll we're going to be in a lot of camps, guys. That's a lot right. of camps. Getting so the sunscreen out. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Get the bucket out. Gilla Glenn is coming back to oh, one boy. winning drive, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will not be standing next to Glenn to take pictures. In the- I'm just kidding. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> no, for sure. All right, guys, we appreciate it. It was a great show, and I had a lot of fun. Um, uh, That's it for us. We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. See you.